What is up? We are about to do a live interview with Eternal Riders, and I figured this would be an epic podcast. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to tune in. They're playing the promotional video of me, and then we're going to get into this interview. It's going to be good. Believing it's going to encourage you, it's going to impact you, and it's going to inspire you to keep chasing your dreams. Here we go. Ben, you know, we went for the Tennessee Tornado, the one I just learned out in Lake Harris, so praise the Lord, put that thing wheels down. You know what, to take second place, it, I, I, I really had a lot for words for it. This is more than anything I've ever dreamed of. Be at the biggest contest in action sports and be on the podium, just beyond anything I could have ever asked or imagined. Wow, that was some amazing tricks. Definitely next level from what I've uh, been doing as a street board, a street skater my whole life. But uh, yeah, we got Beaver Fleming actually calling in here and I'm gonna bring him on and he's gonna join in with us. What is happening? How are we doing? I'm doing well. Awesome. I'm, I'm stoked to be with you guys. It's a little later than I'm used to, which explains my uh, red goggles. They're uh, blue light blockers, so I'm not trying to compromise my sleep, man. This is a little past bedtime, but you guys are worth it. <laughs> That's perfect, man. I, I just picked up a pair of those actually myself, and I'm uh, excited to not get migraines anymore while working on the computer. Yeah, Beautiful. He's breaking one of his rule in his book. Go to bed, get some sleep to restore, so thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much beaver for taking the time i know it's late uh we are here in hawaii and it is uh six o'clock and it's actually three hours ahead pacific time over there mm -hmm. so uh we really appreciate it, man it's so awesome tell me a little bit about that trick real quick that <laughs> we just saw in uh the promo video there yeah what's going on that was some next level stuff Thank you. Yeah, that one I, I'm super hyped on. Um, yeah, that was a, a massive event. That was a massive trick. It was um, years of practice in the foam pit and the airbags and then put it down uh, when training for that event. It's a frontside 720 Chrysler. And um, yeah, I was thankful to put that down during the best trick contest. Um, and it, it was amazing. Like like I said, learning that trick was pretty crazy. Um, it's actually the first front or one of the first uh tricks that i've ever invented as well so to go front side on the 720 wow. only a couple people have done that and then threw the christ air in there as well so uh yeah i named it the tennessee tornado uh to give back to the hometown there was a roller coaster there and i'm like i look like a tornado so let's call it that <laughs> <laughs> bro that is so awesome well we uh we just wanted to get started with our interview segment of our show and yeah which had some questions we wanted to ask you i mean you just have been inspiring so many people with your life and and what you're doing through the nitro circus with your skateboarding um through social media i see that you you have been doing so much with uh health and fitness and and encouraging people with the word of god um us here at Eternal Riders, we, uh, our mission is that we would be able to share the gospel of Jesus through the extreme sports culture and our immediate community that we're in. Mm. And when I just got hold of your feed, man, you were just 
pumping out some amazing content with your skateboarding, with the word of God and equipping and powerful words that are, are tangible and uh, really impacting people. And so we are just so curious to, to hear out your personal story mm. and um, want to just open the door and to conversation and uh, you sharing where you first found God and, and, and what it means to you to, to know God and how, how you came into relationship with him. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much, man. That really means a lot. It's cool to hear uh, how it's impacting you guys and uh, stoked to be a part of everything you're doing. I love your mission and stand by it 100%. So, um, but yeah, I basically, uh, I grew up in a Christian home and had family that was uh, so devoted to the Lord. Like my mom would always encourage me and my brother to pray every night. And um, my dad was really in the word and part of the church. And um, he's always just been so like, there's been so many little stories I could go on and on with about just his heart and like truly a heart after God. So I got to see that firsthand and I'm super blessed for that because I feel like that's rare nowadays to have a family that's truly living out, you know, what the word's talking about. Um, I think a lot of people go to church on a Sunday, but it was cool to see my family really, you know, it's not just a Sunday thing. It's how we act day in and day out. And so, but to, to that point though, I probably lived on their faith for a while growing up. It was comfortable. It was easy. You know, we'd like, I grew up in a, in a solid family environment, so didn't have too many crazy challenges until I moved out of the house at 17 to go chase this dream of skateboarding. Um, Woodward was doing a, the action sports camp, had a homeschooling program. So I'm like, all right, um, this is an opportunity to really follow this dream. And um, literally just a total God story was my dad got a job and the amount he made extra was enough to pay for me to go to school out there. So that was just truly like to the dime, God just providing that opportunity. And, uh, but that was a point in my life where I'm like, all right, well, I'm leaving everything comfortable that I know. I'm going on this dream and just like this gift that I've been given, I know that God's calling me to this. I've got to like really seek him in this. And so that's when I really started to develop for myself that personal relationship of diving into the word for myself, really praying for myself, not just like the ritual prayers or like the the same old prayers every night, um, but actually like praying to God specifically for certain things. And it's just been such a journey. And my life now is just a testament. Like I said in that video, God's just done exceedingly abundantly beyond anything I could have ever asked or imagined as a kid being, uh, you know, with this dream to be a pro skater to now traveling all over the world with the biggest action sports show, Nitro Circus, competing in X Games. And uh, yeah, just ultimately just competing at all the events I looked up to as a kid. It's, it's insane. I literally have to pinch myself and I'm living in San Diego training with the pros I played in video games. And it's been amazing, man. And so it's just cool to see how God works in all of that. And uh, it's like anything though, like your faith, like I love in James, it talks about the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So a lot of perseverant times in my life that have had my faith tested, but ultimately, you know, what I can trust and know is that God is good. That's so awesome, man. That It seems like you really found God when you mentioned you, you went out of the comfort of your own home and your parents and you went after the dream that was on your heart. And um, mm -hmm. it's quite amazing when we give that those moments to God and we, we act out in faith that it's giving something for God to work in our lives. And it sounds like God really started to, to go at work in your life and 
and building that relationship and it was no longer dependent you know in your in your family construct so it's so so inspiring to see you you leave all the way from tennessee to california to uh pursue this career in skateboarding so i i want to say like with that what's one thing you wish you knew um before becoming a pro skater or uh with with the nitro circus and in, in x games and competing or one thing that you would suggest or or comment to to someone that was was pursuing a career in the extreme sports mm. i think it's it's the truth that i finally was able to figure out how to understand it right it's like if faith is being certain of what we hope is the assurance of what we hope for and being certain of what we don't see when we have that dream, when we have that desire, when we have that, you know, vision for our life, even though we can't see it in the physical, we know it in our heart, we know it in our soul, we know it in our spirit, allowing that to give you the encouragement and inspiration and motivation to go out and really work for it. You know, I, I like to say now, as you prepare yourself for opportunities, opportunities are gonna be presented to you. And so if we can position ourselves had I not done the work of skating every day, you know, working on these different tricks, when I was at Woodward and Travis saw me, he might have not invited me on tour. But it was the fact that I was trying these tricks that I had prepared myself for. I was doing these different things. It's the same with contests, right? It's like the preparation is everything. If you've done the work, if you're preparing yourself, then those opportunities are going to present themselves. I truly believe it's a, it's a spiritual law at work, you know. Um, he who is faithful with little will be given much. So if we're faithful with the different talents that we have, God's going to be faithful to provide opportunities and open these doors that no man can shut. And that's something I think I knew subconsciously. And then now I'm able to really be aware of that and hopefully speak that into people to be like, hey, if you have this gift, if you have this talent, if you have this dream, develop that thing, work hard at that thing and just see what doors God aligns and opens up. That's so good, man. And um, yeah, just with what you're saying, the uh, the verse from the Bible that comes to mind is Romans three twenty three. It says, "For all have sinned and all have fallen short of the glory of God." So we we've all have missed the mark of, mm. of God's of his his design and his standard, his creation for us and relationship for us, and with missing the mark there's consequences and it holds us holds us back from our destiny our purpose that god has for us so in you stepping out in faith and pursuing this this dream that's been on your heart amidst all of that where would you say that you found freedom from the things that were holding back holding you back in your life and you felt that uh God, you allowed God to be able to to come into those parts of your life. Did you have anything to add to yeah, that? Yeah, or the influence, because when you go out on your own like that, obviously, the skate world and the scene and the popularity, right. how were you able to to continue in that and grow in your faith and and continue in that freedom, protect that freedom in God? Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The one thing that um that was really speaking right there that really encouraged me was um. 
And another verse that came to mind is where it talks about without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so what does that mean? What does faithfulness mean? That's one of the words I have for myself this year that I want to develop a new level of. And um, faithfulness is just really daring to believe and honor one God for who he is and what he's created us in this life, but then also honoring people in our lives, honoring the gifts in our lives, how you do anything is how you do everything. And so if we're looking to be faithful, we got to be full of enough faith to know that by honoring this situation, by honoring God, it's ultimately going to bring the best for my life. And on that as well is... um, John 10, 10 really just stuck out to me. And that's the verse I always go to because I think it sums up everything that the gospel is in its fullness. And it's the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal your dreams. He wants to kill your joy. And then he ultimately wants to destroy your life. But Jesus goes on to say, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So what's that mean? You're talking about repentance for all have sinned and fallen short. Absolutely, 100%. And we're going to continue to fall. But I love where it talks about in Proverbs, though a righteous man fall, he will rise again. And that's the beauty of it. It's like we don't have to look at ourselves as missing the mark. Yes, we repent. But what repentance means is to think new, to think a different way, to think a God way. So that's where we're able to allow the Holy Spirit to come into our heart, come into our mind, be transformed by renewing our mind. So that way we don't walk by the flesh. We actually walk by the spirit. That way it's going to lead and guide us to say yes to what we need to say yes to and no to what we need to say no to. I always feel like the Holy Spirit's that compass in our life, right? And we have that conviction. It's that just deep awareness on the inside of us that, yeah, this might feel good for a moment, but eternally, is that going to produce good fruit? You know, the wages of sin is death. So if that sin isn't repented for, which just means making the amends with God, like God, yeah, in my own strength, I'm going to fall every single time. But thank you that you sent everything in your son, Jesus, to give me that redemption, to give me a right standing relationship with you. So I don't have to look at myself from a place of shame, a place of guilt. I can actually look at myself from a place of right standing with you. And as a child, I think it's so powerful how Jesus always had to kind of come to his disciples and come to those people and say, look to him as your father, look to him as your Abba, the one that's going to provide for you, the one that's going to give you what you need, the one that's going to provide encouragement to you. Whatever we need, we know we can go boldly to the throne of grace. Praise God. Awesome, man. When are you coming to Maui to uh, to share in the chapel here? Dude, let me know. <laughs> I- I'm ready to go, man, whenever you, you guys surf? are. Uh, you I'm, surf I've been bit, starting probably? to get into it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man, we'll get you surfing. Get We're going to get you over here. Oh, yeah. Day. Let's go. Go ahead, Brandon. I, think- I, I mean, the verse that comes to mind I just want to parallel it to your character, man. What stood out the most, me watching you over the years, actually before I was a believer and had a relationship with Christ, I actually was following Beaver Fleming and always was so attracted to your enthusiasm and your energy and your excitement and your joy. And so the verse that came to mind was Galatians 5.22. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Man, the Holy Spirit is flowing in your life, and it is amazing to see that uh, someone competing at such a high level of skateboarding, being uh, put on a platform to glorify God the way you do, bro. Ed, is, uh, you've been a, a, a huge encouragement in my life personally, and I just see how it's been impacting people in the masses. Mm. And... Um, in the midst of you you finding freedom and settling your yesterdays 
and and growing and maturing in your relationship with God. Uh, how was it discovering your purpose in the kingdom? How is it discovering your pur- your God given purposes um, and, and walking that out and and being able to to transfer from living in the worldly ways versus living in the in the in the kingdom ways at, and the plans and the purposes that God has for us? Yeah. Um purpose just kept striking out to me when you were speaking right there. And and I think that's everyone's question, right? What's my purpose? Why am I here? Whether you're a believer or not, we all have that question. And ultimately, when you look at the word and you look at the Bible and the way it was all created, at our core being, it's for relationship. Our core purpose is to have a relationship with God. And that's the beautiful thing. When Adam and Eve were in the, in the garden, they were just with God. They were in the presence of God, and that's all he wanted. And then he wanted them to multiply, be fruitful and multiply, take the earth, like fill this thing. I have given you dominion over everything. And ultimately, God just wanted to do everything with us. And I think that's so powerful, and especially in ministries, right? We start trying to do these things for God. But God just wants us to do life with him because with God, all things are possible. And so if we can recognize that out of the core of our being, we're just built for relationships. So if our relationship with God is good, out of the overflow of that, all relationships will flourish. And so we have a relationship with our health. We have a relationship with nature. We have a relationship with our friends, with our family, with uh, the people we interact with, with our job, with our career. Everything we do at the core root of it all is out of a relationship. And that's where we need to just really go back. And I think the word is so powerful at that. And if we can let the spirit lead us, um, that's what's going to keep us on track for those things. And ultimately not wanting to miss out on everything that God's calling us to in whatever that looks like. I think a lot to the parable of the talents, right? How um, the one was given one, one was given two, one was given um, five. And the master went away was something I thought was really powerful in that story. He didn't care how they multiplied it. He just cared that they multiplied it. And uh, one of my favorite books um, is Purpose Driven Life for someone looking for a purpose. Um, Pastor Rick Warren wrote that book. And what he talks about in that is God cares way more about who we are than what we do. And a lot of times we try and wrap ourselves in our identity. You know, when you first meet a person, you're like, hey, I'm Beaver Fleming. Oh, what do you do for work? And that's what they're trying to base your identity on. But it's like who we are as a person, that's what's more important and who we are as a godly man. I love that the Bible gives us the framework for that. You know, you spoke of the fruits of the spirit. So we need to look for those things and like, all right, how can I find more love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, self-control? How can I activate these things in my life? And I think that's again, where it talks about walk by the spirit to not gratify the desires of the flesh. So just letting the spirit activate you. And then you're looking for eternal goals. Like you're never going to reach the finish line, but you're ultimately at a place of contentment and a place of peace because the things that you're striving for aren't just a, if I get this, then I will be happy. You know, that's what happiness is based on what happens to you on this certain outcome. But joy is rooted in eternity. Joy is rooted in Christ. And I think that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, if Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, and that's where we're able to look to him, have that restored relationship with our God, and then be activating the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. And I think it's one of those things, you know, it's a daily, it's a daily decision, you know, to activate and awaken our spirit, you know, to pray, to get 
into the word to do these things. And it's not a workspace, but it's just opening ourselves up to alignment with God to just be in his presence and be in that place of consecrating things to him. Like we can try and do the things on our own, but it's going to be just like in our toil, in our pain, in our sweat, you know, it's going to just feel overwhelming. But if we just do it with God, there's going to be a flow state that we're looking for. I mean, us in action sports, that's where we thrive. Like that's the sweet spot right there is in the, in the flow state. That's when we feel like, man, I'm the one riding this board right now. This board isn't riding me. And I feel like I can truly make this board do anything I want it to. Like, that's the goal, right? I'm sure you guys feel it on the waves. You feel it in anything. It's like, that's what we look for. And if we can do that in everything, and that's ultimately how I feel we were created to be, was just in a state of being, you know? I think a lot of times the hardest thing for us to do, especially in this day and age, is to be still. But ultimately, that's where God's able to do the most work. Be still and know that I am God. When we have that reverence, when we have that awe of who he is, the creator of the universe, and he wants a relationship with us, it just shifts your entire perspective to recognize that, man, life is such a gift, and I want to maximize this opportunity, and I want to love people. I want to bless people. If we're created in the image and likeness of God, and God is love, then we need to figure out what does love look like. So that's where we can go to that Corinthians verse. Love is patient. Love is kind. How can I exercise more patience? How can I exercise more kindness? Go all the way through and just reflect the character of God to a world that's hurting right now. Yeah, that's good. That's actually one of my favorite verses is 1 Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, what's one verse that you would say has has uh, really kept you strong on the narrow path throughout your whole journey and relationship with God? Just one verse that really has spoken to you over the years. Yeah, so um, that would have to be for my, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Um, and, and that one totally just changes the game because it's all about his grace, right? And a lot of people don't think of grace as power, but grace is powerful. And grace is the power that God has to uh, help us in any situation. You know, his grace is sufficient for us, for that power is going to be made perfect where we're weak. So rather that's where we can be like, all right, God, I need you to help me in this area because I'm going to continue to struggle. I'm going to continue to fold. But like if we can just look to him, if we can look to his strength to be in that place for us, again, we're just getting ourselves aligned to his purpose, to his spirit, and uh, walking by that spirit, you know? I, and again, I think that's a, that's the daily thing that we have to do is be like, all right, spirit, lead me today. Like, I, I try and consecrate my mornings, like really be intentional about prayer and getting in the word because I know what happens if I don't, right? I'm just going to start operating in the flesh, and that's just going to be incongruent with ultimately fulfilling the purpose that God has for me on here. And so if I want to fulfill that purpose, then... I need to make sure that I'm in alignment with with what I believe. I literally have it written on my board right now, aligning your actions with your beliefs, right? And so it's like, I believe all these things. I believe all the word says, but am I acting in congruency with that? And a lot of times I'm not, unless the Spirit's really helping me decide and make those decisions. That's so rad, man. Do you actually have one of those boards in your room with those awesome graphics? I think Reliance, is that the name of the board company that you're writing for? Oh, yeah, yeah. We got some Reliance boards floating around here, yeah. Do you, do you have a graphic you can just show us? Oh, uh, yeah. I saw me, one. Yeah. yeah with some pretty cool graphics that you guys were putting out. Yeah. Reliance so. Skateboards. Go check them out, you guys. Yeah. Instagram. They have a website. Beavers Pro Model. Um, 
They yeah. got a Jesus graphic. That's pretty cool. They got the beaver graphic. I think that's so awesome. So here's the uh, the, the cross graphic. This one's a gold oh, foil or red that's foil. That's rad. And then we got the gold foil beaver right here. Yes. So that brings me to my next question, Beaver. Is that your real name? <laughs> we all are wondering. Uh, so Beaver's not the real name. That's just the nickname we're going with right now. Um, oh, I love it, man. Yeah, it worked out well. Basically, when I was a kid, um, my parents, like, just things would happen, and there was that TV show, Leave it to Beaver, and they're like, you kind of act yes. like the kid on this show. And, and now what I'm realizing, it's kind of funny, was because there was no one like Beaver. There was no one like the Beave. That's why he was the Beave, right? And so it's like, <laughs> for what I'm doing, and I get told that all the time, it's like, there's no one like me. So it's like, yeah, you're the beaver. And then I'm like thinking about it and like, all right, what is the beaver's purpose? And the beaver builds dams and he builds an environment for his tribe to flourish. And so I'm like, all right, I don't know if that's prophetic or what, but like, that's what I want to do, right? Is just build people up and encourage them. And Hey, let's come hang out in this place and just get filled up so we can go pour out to what the environment needs. That's good. Well, man, throughout this conversation, we've been going through this journey and it's, uh, it really shows the God-shaped hole in every man's heart. Yeah. And the only way to fill it is to, is, is, is their desire. People are, are, it says in the Bible that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And, and people are screaming out to have purpose in their life, to, yeah. to be saved. They're screaming out to know God. They're screaming out to find freedom in their life. They have... Um, they have no peace in their life and they're, they want to discover their purpose in life, their God given purpose. They want to have value in this life. There's so many people that are lost mm. and it's just so amazing to see as we've been talking that you've been able to, um, to leave your family and pursue the dream on your heart. And in that you were able to grow and really come to know God and, and have that relationship with Jesus and, and find your freedoms and, and taking those steps of faith and discovering your, your God-given purpose. And it's so amazing to see um, you spend a lot of time encouraging others and um, through your skateboarding, through your social media, and you're really making a difference, man. And what stands out the most is this book. <laughs> so I want to ask you, um, what was... What was going through your head when you wanted to write something like this? Because I think that it's such an amazing read. It's not, um, it's very powerful, but it's not heavy worded at all. It's, it makes, um, it's very to the point. It has a lot of biblical truths in it. I think it's a great stepping stone for someone who is, uh, is trying to find their way in life. But why don't you just share a little bit about the live book absolutely yeah so that happened at a time in my life where um god's been so faithful the last three years i've prayed for a word i'm like god just give me one word and it's each year it's broken into an acronym this year my word is focus faithful obedient courageous understanding serving that year my word was live learn inquire visualize execute and I'm like, man, I've really got something here. So I dug deep and kind of wrote like a framework, basically the Your Life Blueprint at the back of the book. I kind of wrote that out for myself and kind of, as it's all broken down there, like got my own affirmation of who, who I'm declaring I want to be and who I am. Um, I've got the qualities I want to develop in myself. Um, 
I have my, you know, non-negotiables for the morning, for the evening. Like th these are my goals physically, spiritually, mentally, environmentally. Um, and I wrote all that out. And, and then interestingly enough, like that year, my word was live. Uh, that was the year I ended up tearing my ACL and flying home from Australia, like the day before our first Nitro show on a massive tour down there. It was my first year invited to X Games. So all these dreams and stuff that I was like, man, I'm gonna be thriving this year. My words live and I'm just gonna live and it's gonna be great. Boom. Next six months, you know, I'm on the recovery program. And right after I had the surgery, I was just like, you know what? I've got something here. I've always thought it'd be sick to write a book. I'm just gonna do it. And so literally most of the book so I wrote in one weekend, I turned my phone on airplane mode and was actually fasting as well. And I just started typing out this entire thing. And I'm like, man, like God was literally just downloading this whole thing. But like what I really kind of felt in my spirit was to keep it secular. So it could kind of be like a Trojan horse to lead people in. Like there's so much, like you said, like, um, biblical truths to it and biblical principles but it comes from a place of how you're going to be able to see results in yourself but ultimately to fully live is to continue to have that relationship with god you know jesus came that we might have life and have it to the full a hundred percent and so that's the whole goal of that and also to be able to get into schools where you're not able to preach right now but this is a way we can really encourage kids we can really and you know empower kids to live you know there's been years yeah. of anti-bullying uh coming to schools and stuff and it's had no fruit of change but if more people are living more people are passionate about what they're doing like they've got the clear idea of who it is they want to be and what they want to do then bullying is just going to be eliminated because people are going to be content with who they are they're, you know they're not going to have to question and put someone else down to feel better about themselves they're going to be like no i'm going for my own dreams right now i don't even have time to bully someone else and so Ultimately, I think that's it, right? Have people on passion, you know, have people with a fire on the inside of them and, you know, then be able to like, as well, they'll be able to see the book, get the book, and then they're like following me and seeing what I'm doing. And that's where God's going to be able to minister to him however he can. You know, I think that's the beautiful thing about it. Like the Holy Spirit, we got to remember Jesus is the one that saves. Like you can be encouraged by my testimony, but I don't want you to live on my faith. You got to develop that faith on your own. Hey man, that's so good, man. And yeah, you have, you are very well spoken individual. I really appreciate that about you. I watch your motivational Mondays every week and I get so encouraged for the week to start with those. And man, you're making a massive difference in the world. Mm -hmm. And I, I really see that you're impacting that extreme, extreme sports culture. And it's so rad to see what what's next for you right now. I know there's a lot of um, uncertainty with the season right now, but man, you just wrote a book. Mm -hmm. I see that you've been training with uh, the Olympics guys, one yeah. of our local pros, Hamano Reynolds, um, out of North Shore Oahu. I see you've been skating with him. Uh, what's what's next? Would you say in the in the year to come? Have you any plans, goals? Where where we're we gonna see you? Absolutely. You know, I mean, the skateboarding's in the Olympics. That's such an incredible opportunity to like put it on a whole different so platform. Psyched. It's so incredible. It really is. Um, and so, yeah, that's definitely one of my goals. You know, I feel like I'm the healthiest. I mean, I, I skated for like four hours today, like five hours yesterday. You know, I'm like, I'm feeling strong right now. I'm feeling really confident and like fluid on my board again. And so uh, through all the injuries, I, like I said, I had my knee injury. And then last year, I never got it looked at, but I'm almost positive I broke my ankle because it still hurts from time to time. And so um, <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know, show must go on. And it's like, there's no real off season for us. So we just kind of push through it. But um, 
God's been faithful and just healing me in so many different ways that I'm just feeling so strong and confident again on my board. And yeah, definitely making a go for that Olympic dream. And then um, also once they get the contest going, I actually just found out um, Woodward PA's still been running their summer camp. So they hit me up earlier this week and they're like, hey, it's our last oh, week. Wow. Can you come out? And so That's I just booked my flight. So I'm heading out there on Sunday. So wow. I'm excited to get amongst that and just, you know, that one's always my favorite because it's like I was a camper, you know, I was a kid going there and like I would get psyched yeah. out of my mind to meet a pro and to go back there and just encourage the kids and like help push them and get them out of their comfort zone and learn something new. It's insane how much you can progress in a week there. So That's so awesome. Pastor Hardy, did you have any other questions to uh No, to I'm ask? just enjoying uh his, his encouragement. I'm really <laughs> and, uh, uh, bummed that our conversation has to come to an end here. And uh, you have so much amazing things to share, bro. And we're so very thankful for you taking the time to join us here online and, and share your heart with us. Did you have any final words for our guests? Any, uh, anything that you wanted to leave, leave us with? Um, yeah, I guess... Um what I could encourage you guys any more with is just, I think I kind of already mentioned it, but just get back to it. Like be still and know that I am God. Just, just, I think with all the, the chaos in the world right now, with all the confusion in the world right now, I think it's just a time to really relax. You know, there's so much tension. There's so much angst. There's so much fear. There's all these different things. And it's like, we need to just come to that place and just like, take a deep breath and just receive, you know, let's receive for a moment. Just let our spirits be filled because we can't give what we don't have. That's one of the things that I know God has really told me in, in what I'm doing. I'm like, look, if I'm going to speak to somebody on faith and I don't have faith, I can't hope to encourage you in your faith. If I'm speaking to someone about hope and I don't have hope, I'm not going to be able to encourage them with hope. If I don't have love, and I wanna give somebody love, if I'm not receiving the love of God, the unconditional, just pure love of God, I can't truly love somebody. And if I'm not true to myself, I'm not gonna be true to anybody. So it's like, let's just reframe ourselves, you know? I have this uh, this saying that God's been kind of speaking to me. I've, I've really started to take like a day to just kind of reflect, reset, renew, and just literally take an entire day to just reflect, like just, embracing the presence of God. Like go, I like to go out in nature on those days. I like to just experience and just be in, in creation, right? Like get in the water, like go on a hike, something like that. Just really reflect on that and reflect on his goodness, reflect on his faithfulness, and then really reset myself. Like, all right, where am I at right now? Where do I need to reset? Where am I a little bit off track? Where can I reset? How can I go? And then renew, right? Be transformed by renewing your mind. It's so easy right now to be conformed to the pattern of this world. Now more than ever with the news and so many things and all these different articles and scientific and all this and like anyone can say anything and it's like, oh yeah, that's what they said. So I'm gonna conform to this decision. I'm gonna conform to this theory. I'm gonna conform to this when there's not even enough you know, science or, or data to really track anything. So it's like, 
how can we be transformed, renewing our mind, you know, renewing it in the word. I think that's the beautiful thing about the word. And for the longest time, I don't know if I believed it, but the word is alive and active. Like you can just go in there, marinate on one scripture for an entire day and it'll change the entire trajectory of that day. And so you got to look at the word like that. I think people can really get burned out in ministry. They can really get burned out in their relationship with God, but that's what we got to remember. It's a relationship and we've got to treat it like that. And I actually heard a funny quote about relationships um, earlier, and it was like, the relationship, you're on a ship, and it's, some days it's going to be super windy and stormy, and some days it's going to be nice, smooth sailing, but either way, the ship's going to get to the port. And so that's, so good. that's what we got to like remember, and our relationship with God's no different, you know? Um, one of the songs that's just been like on repeat was the Highland song from Hillsong. It's like in the highlands and the valleys, you know, some days we're up on those highlands. We're on that mountaintop. We, we feel so immersed in the presence of God. Some days we're in that valley where we just don't even feel or like, God, are you there with us? And it's like, he's never more near or far away. We just got to trust in that, you know, keep our faith, keep it going. Especially now the world's oppressed by fear right now, but for us believers, we're on the ark of faith. We're our brothers and sisters keeper. Let's pull them back up. Let's encourage them. Let's reach out to them. Let's love on them. So good, bro. And we would be so honored and blessed if you would uh, be willing to pray for for us and our viewers. Yeah. If you could just leave us with that. Man, we are uh, so very thankful again Mm. to to have this time. You'll definitely be hearing more from us. And if you're willing, be able to come on board and and have another conversation with us on Talk Story. But uh, yeah, if you just bless us, man. Yeah, uh, absolutely. The prayer would be very thankful. Yeah. Lord, we just thank you, God, just for the opportunity to come together, to come together and share, Lord, and just talk about your goodness and your faithfulness, Lord. I just thank you that to the faithful, you show yourself faithful. And so for the people out there that are listening, God, even if they don't have much faith right now, I just pray that you would meet them where they're at, Lord. Your word says that if we draw near to you, you'll draw near to us. So I just pray for open hearts right now, open hearts to receive your love, Lord, so that we can continue to give out that love, Lord. But we need to come to that place to receive you, God. So if there's people out there and they've never even encountered your presence, God, I just pray that you would meet them right now. Just show yourself real in a fresh, powerful way. Just allow them to just trust that they know, Lord, that they have a faith, which is being sure of what they hope for and certain of what they don't see, God, but that you are a God that loves them. You are a God that wants to be with them, to bless them, guide them, and deliver them into their destiny. We thank you for the Eternal Riders ministry right now, God. We thank you for what you're doing in that program, Lord, that people's lives are going to be changed forever, God, that the seeds that have been sown by Pascal are going to continue to just grow massively, Lord, that he's been planting that harvest right now, Lord, and those seeds and just really nourishing that soil, God, and that you're going to reap an abundance out of that. We just pray that the people that would see this right now would have such an encouragement on the inside of them, Lord, but just ultimately let your spirit move on their behalf, God. So we thank you for this. We thank you for what you're doing, and we thank you that your presence is still here and that you are still a God who loves. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise God. So, Beaver, I want us to pray for you. So everyone that's watching or, or here, I want you to take this time. We're just going to pray that just... The, the best is yet to come in your mm. life. So let's pray over your life, Father. Yeah. We just thank you for Beaver, Lord God, that you are using him, that you're taking him to new heights this mm. year. 
as he prepares himself, as he dedicates himself to you, Lord, yeah. you would give him the desires of his heart. You, May he be a light, Lord God, into this dark world, Lord. Mm -hmm. May he make a difference. May he set a standard. May he become a model of truth, a model of grace, a model of love for your people, Lord God, that you use him and you strengthen him. Lord, you protect him against injuries, make his body strong. And we just ask you, Lord, to use him for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So awesome. what do you think, Pastor Hardy? What do I think? We're blessed. To we're have blessed. This man yeah, we're blessed, man. Thank you so much for taking this time. I know it takes uh, energy and time, and we're just we're just thankful. Amen. And, um, thank you good. for the opportunity. So, thank you. Love yeah, you'll you guys be uh, hearing more from us, and you'll be getting a care package with some ER merch on your way, sir. Awesome. Yes. Aloha, and God bless you, man, from uh, Maui, Oahu. Yeah, Maui, you guys Hawaii. as well. Oahu. Look forward to the next one in person as well. So There we go. Come on, <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Awesome. Right, Beautiful. Well, you guys be blessed, and we'll talk soon. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that was great, man. That, that was, was awesome. Uh, it was good that lot. you took the time to do that. And uh, but it's time to give words. some merch away. Do we have it? Uh... All right. So there we go. Uh, hope that encouraged you guys, man. That was powerful. That was all unscripted and just a, a real raw interview. And I just pray that you hear that. And I just pray that same prayer that I prayed over them. You know that if you're not sure where you're at with God, just open yourselves up to that relationship. Like I said, if you draw near to Him, He'll draw near to you. God bless you.